Excellent. Welcome back, everybody. We had a little issue with the stream. Not sure whether it was my dad coming back from fishing or a few little messages coming through on my phone. Either way, we'll go straight back to Russell Coots and his news that the cancellation of the sale GP season two is official. Here we go. A little over eight weeks ago, we were in Sydney running our event and at that stage, the coronavirus situation was starting to get roots, but nobody expected it to develop the way it's gone. And I think it's important to realise the dramatic impact it's had across, you know, to a vast amount of people right across the globe. We had to look at it and, and, and decide what we're best to do and, and by the end of it, the answer was pretty clear. You know, really, we're, we're better off focusing on some other projects in the interim and then restarting our league when we hopefully can have more certainty and provide a safer environment for both our participants and, and, and all of our staff and all of the people in the communities that we are visiting. That's really our, was our primary consideration. Sydney was a fact. So there you go, Sal GP season two is cancelled. Even the event in Sydney that was already run this year will no longer exist. Basically, it, it ceases not to exist. The America's Cup, uh, we were talking in the last stream and I'm not sure how far we got into it, Nev. Uh, it sounds like the America's Cup will go ahead ugh, if they can get it there. Hundred percent. They're committed to it. They're, and particularly now with the uh, footballers and other things that have been going on, where they've been allowed to travel, then go into um, lockdown to make things possible. And um, so uh, I did hear it from the source that they're going to do everything in the universe to to make it happen. So I'm looking forward to to the America's Cup. And the other thing that's interesting out of what uh, Russell Kurtz was saying mm. would be to find out. What are the other projects? The guy's a genius. He always comes up with really interesting things and uh, it'd be good to get the lowdown on, on that. So I'd be badgering him if I were you. <laughs> you can't badger him. There's a very big wall in between him and me, that's for sure. I've tried. No, he's a good right. guy. Let you know. He's a very good guy, I know. But their, their comms team is, is exceptional and I think also it probably came down to budget. They've only got a, a, you know, a limited amount of budget and a lot of their budget comes from broadcast. So if they don't have the ability to broadcast, they don't have the ability for that income to come in and, and it's just not sustainable. But with the America's Cup, the Prime Minister of New Zealand announced the other day that if anybody does come in, they have to go through the two weeks quarantine. If any equipment comes in, it has to go through the two week quarantine. Interestingly enough, the restrictions were lifted enough last Wednesday that construction can continue in New Zealand. So we've seen TR... Uh, uh, what's their boat called, Tia Anu, the, the dolphin out on the water. So great to see them out training again. But it looks like the first 75 to reach New Zealand will actually be American Magic. It should be there by early June, whereas the others have all been caught up in Cagliari trying to get out of Italy. So the British boat is home in Portsmouth and Luna Rossa and also the other two are on their way down to New Zealand. So that's your America's Cup news. There's not really too much else except I've been really, really excited to see my Instagram stories over the past week. My friends in Italy, my friends in Spain actually getting to go outside and put their feet in water. Nev, you said you're missing sailing. They couldn't even go outside. Oh. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah, well, I, I, I think I'd be a nut job if, if, <laughs> if I'm not already. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, that would drive me nuts. That would, that would be very sad. It would be very sad. But what we're going to do, we're going to roll straight in to our first guest, other than 
the Beneteau Whisperer. We might call on Drony, Ronnie. Are you there, mate? Yeah, we're here. <laughs> nice to see you. Hey, Thanks Ronnie. for dialing in from Fiji. <laughs> yeah, always a pleasure to see you guys. And uh, also, hey to Nev, good to see you again. Yeah, Ron, I'm just thinking, you've, you've brained it. What a great place to be uh, socially isolating. Fiji, that is a smart move. You're a legend. Yeah, uh, you know what? On a, on a serious note, though, like every day I just pinch myself that I am so fortunate to be here because being in the South Pacific Islands, we have been a little bit isolated from it. So, Yeah, well, all the best. Please make the most of it for those that can't. Yeah, I, I won't tell you how much I've been sailing and surfing. How about that? <laughs> mm, sad. <laughs> we, we might have to let Nev go. Off you go. Bye. Bye. You're making everyone sad. Right. <laughs> oh, no. You, I didn't want Nev to leave. We'll bring him back in a second. The Benetton Whisperer, we love him. For those who didn't see our Keeping You Covered coverage, Nev was our commentator offshore with Ronnie with the drone up in the sky for the majority of the fleet, 135 boat fleet from memory. That's stretching it. Does anybody remember? I think that's. I think right. it was like a hundred. I think it was um. It was more than that. I think it was like yeah. 156. Oh, something like that. Oh. oh. Oops. Yeah, but let's count. You, I, <laughs> however, however many it was, not a single Benito made it past my drone without Nav calling from about a mile away. Yeah. I think that's a Benito 47.7. I think that I'm closer and we're like, how did you even see that? I, I'm looking at the drone screen. I couldn't even see it. Uh, hence the Benito Whisperer. Yeah. He yeah. is the Benito Whisperer forevermore. I've known him since I was born, but he's now got a new nickname. I love it. <laughs> Excellent. We have another guest on the line. We're going to just say a quick hello to her and then we'll bring Ronnie back. Just stand by for me, Ronnie. You good? Yep. All righty. We might bring in Renee. Hi. Hi, everyone. How are you? I'm doing really well, but like T's dad, I'm also missing being out on the water. Mm. Uh, it is it's pretty hard, but um, I've had lots of time to, you know, hit the books and um, study some racing tactics and things like that. So now I have no excuses. To, I should know what to do on the start line. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a very important thing. And for those who don't know, Renee was with us at the start of the Hobart and at the finish of the Hobart. Uh, it was like literally probably one of my life highlights. So a few weeks ago, one of our crew members was having his birthday. Um, so it was Duncan, the guy who steered um, our boat from Sailors with Disabilities. We're now called the Making Waves Foundation. He steered over the finish line for the Sydney to Hobart. And we, uh, that was when I was getting all excited and crying on Nick on live and so for his birthday i went back and made a bit of a video about um the the hobart and that sort of thing and oh just watching nick's footage like over and over again i still get chills it was the most amazing experience if you can get down to hobart to see the end of the race you've got to it was just pumping down there the vibe all the big boats oh, 
fantastic. Well, I love how passionate you are about a, a race that so many are passionate about. It's fantastic. We will watch that highlights clip in just a minute so everybody can enjoy. We're going to bring in our third guest and then we'll bring everybody in together. Our third guest, last but not least, our amazing rib driver, Steve. How are you? Yeah, hey, Steve. Hi. Hi, Nick and everyone. That's uh, great fun to catch up. Um, we had a lot of fun. <laughs> yep. We couldn't have done it without you and Hobart, Steve. Yeah, well, I got the call through Chapo to say, oh, this girl called Nick Douglas that does the adventures of a sailor girl. I thought, oh, not that bloody maniac that just talk can't stop talking. I want some <laughs> help in Hobart and um, she wants a boat a boat to use and a boat driver so I put my mind around it and I thought oh, I really want to get involved with this and it um it worked a treat I think yeah and I remember the first um, phone call I'm going to organize this uh, I'm going to organize that and then I don't want anything to do with it I'm washing my hands of you I don't want to be anywhere <laughs> you loved it you loved uh, it by the end of it you, you missed uh, us right when we left <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> um, no, look, it was a hoot, and you, you do. I just want to put a big, um, a big thank you back to you for the from the yachting community. Mm. Um, people might not know, but I actually sit on the uh, Royal Sydney Hobart, uh, the Rolex Sydney Hobart uh, proper sailing committee, the National Sailing Committee, and I've done a lot for our club at the Royal Yacht Club. And when I got the call, I thought. It was a really good cause to cover all of those boats that don't normally get covered by the general media. Um, big thanks to the owner of Gretel 2, 100%. Mike, who, yeah. who owned the eight and a half metre rib that we got for days two and three of the filming, and also to the other <coughs> helms that helped when I had to do shifts in the committee room and stuff. But Mike Glusky and Mike Smart were fantastic. But the boat, the big boat, the eight and a half metre protector rib, is an ideal platform for doing what you guys did. And hats off to you, like awesome, awesome effort. Well done. Oh, it was definitely a team effort. And that's why it's really nice to have everybody on the line. I think Ronnie was saying off air before that he's never worked with someone who's learned so quickly how to help him catch a drone as a driver. So all hats off <laughs> to you, Steve. <laughs> and thank you for not washing your hands of us. <laughs> it's it's not a problem i'll just put i'll just give it a little here's our next sponsor i'm just having a little glass oh of wine. yeah so, the mona see this yeah that's actually the mona label so maybe david walsh the owner of mona oh there's ronnie having a yeah, drink too and everyone else is maybe an extra sponsor for you could be david walsh i, I know him a little bit and uh, we can give him a plug. There you go. Let's take that on. And uh, and on that note, I think it might be a good time to go to our highlights reel, if I can find it. It should be here somewhere. I'm sure I dragged it in. And um, I've made a – it's not really a bloopers reel. It's a behind-the-scenes reel, which we'll look at later uh, after we've done the competition because we had a bit of a competition running on our story this week, didn't we, T? Yeah, that was awesome. It was so good, the response we got back from the competition. 
my ear, my AirPod just fell out. Um, yeah, we had <laughs> we had um, two and a half thousand responses, over two and a half thousand responses. So thanks, guys, because that's how I spent my Friday, just going through all your votes, <laughs> literally all day. But I think we've got a winner, which we might see after the bloopers reel. Sounds like a plan. This is not the bloopers reel, though. This is the serious one. Oh, oh the serious one, and then the my bad. Then we'll finish yep. on the bloopers. That's a good idea. The fun right. stuff. Let's relieve keeping you covered. A big thanks to everybody who helped to make the project happen and to Ronnie for the amount of hours that he put in whilst drinking red wine uh, to help me edit this. There you go. Nice crunch, Steve. Oh, my goodness. That was amazing. I'm so, I want to be back there. It feels like yesterday but like a 100 years ago since we've been isolated. Yeah. That's so oh weird. God. That was such a fun event. Yeah. We ended up spending a lot of time together in the Derwent, didn't we, you lot? <laughs> yes. We were on top of each other. <laughs> oh, we're getting kisses from Ronnie. <laughs> I love all you guys. That was, was, I love oh, all you guys. Oh, so fun. <laughs> yeah. So more, there you go. More than anything, I just... I just miss sailing right now. I miss yacht yeah. racing. I miss having just, I am so amped to get back to that. Yeah. yeah. I was listening. I was also just reaching for a drink. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Who was also a massive part of the team. Should get him over here. We had Nev's head in here before. Mum had her head in here before get, the show. Let's get Rob Douglas on there. Yeah, Rob Douglas. They want to say hello to him. No, he won't come. He's just been fishing. <laughs> Oh, life's tough down in the south coast. Can I say, was he fishing or catching? Yeah, go, Steve. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say one of Australia's oldest uh, sailing yacht that's been restored in Hobart, Tassie Two. Yeah, which I think is close to a hundred years old. Oh wow! Um, we use we use the same rib on Tuesday, Gretel Two's oh. boat, with one of the trustees of the Tassie Two Foundation to go down and. Um, bring her back from a mooring in Signet because yeah. she went down and did the Signet regatta, the three-day weekend regatta. And she's a very famous Tasmanian Huon Pine yacht. And so mm -hmm. if you search for um, Friends of Tassie 2 um, on Facebook, you can join her. And it's a and great cause. <laughs> uh, maybe not. Oh, possibly go for a journey, but the point is. I'm in a virtual a great... one. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, but we went down and got her back, and we went down in an hour and 10 minutes on the rib, and it's 40 nautical miles or 37 nautical wow. miles. So took us an hour and 15 minutes, but then five hours to bring her back. But she's back home, and uh, that same weekend of the uh, March long weekend, it was early March. Uh, we took Gretel 2 down to celebrate her 50th anniversary birthday. And we were going to have a big party for her on Good Friday, Easter Good Friday uh, for her. But that all got cancelled because of COVID. So we're now hoping for the opening day of the yachting season in Hobart that we might be able to recreate her birthday. There you go. Well, did you know, Steve, that Gretel yep. 2 has the same birthday as Tiana Witty? Oh, how good is that? Yeah. We could have a joint party. <laughs> Great. Well, I think we could. Yeah. 
I think we should get on to some of the hard-working trivia that we had going on during the week as well, which was keeping you covered themed. And after watching that highlights reel, anybody who watched the highlights reel probably would have got every answer correct. Correct, Tiana? Yeah. 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 So how many people idea. played? How many people played? Like 2,500? 2,500, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Very, Very cool. And we had how many winners? One. One person got every single question right. No yeah, joke. we had some close second places, but yeah. only one person got 12 out of 12. Very All impressed. Right. So I think we're going to try and answer these with the guests as well. What do you reckon? Yeah, sounds good. All right, here we go. I'll see if I can stop it before I choose the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the videos I made today. Here we go. Trivia time. Dun, dun, dun. She's so good on the Instagram. All right, question one. What almost stopped the Sydney to Hobart running in 2009-20? I laughed so much at answer C. <laughs> yeah, did you like that? How many people answered multiple sunfish sightings, Tiana? How many? Um, you know, five too many. Five too many answered that. Um, <laughs> I was so shocked and disappointed. I have a funny story. I have a funny story about sunfish. When we went to Hobart with Tiana the first time, which was not last Hobart, Hobart before, she did not believe me that a sunfish existed. So, <laughs> I didn't think they were a real animal. She thought they were mythical creatures. So literally then started the tradition of once the first boats finish, we go back to the hotel room and watch David Attenborough <laughs> and the sunfish documentary. We get educated. And that's where that answer came from. But bad you, whoever answered sunfish, it was bushfires. <laughs> All right, next question. I'm just going to wait until it comes up. There we go. What yacht that participated in the Sydney to Hobart Yacht Race holds the record for the slowest elapsed time? Answer. I know the answer. Ooh. Ooh, I know the answer because I got it right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you? Good, you? Good job. Do you know the answer, Ronnie? Uh, I don't even have my glasses on. I can't even see it right now, which uh, <laughs> is... <laughs> That's it's why you can put up with us for half an hour. No glasses. It's probably D. <laughs> it is mm. D, Wayfarer. Correct, all of you people who answered Wayfarer. Though you would have got this confetti, which is awesome. I love it. How long is the Sydney to Hobart Yacht Race? I had a lot of people message me saying 630 miles. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> correct, but not correct. <laughs> You can't put mm, the, the answer in kilometres. That was Tiana's the yeah. trick question. Trick question. You got to use it in nautical miles. I know, but it's no. eleven seventy. So there you go. See, ta-da! I'm just keeping everyone on their toes, guys. Yeah, we had to split them somehow. Right here. In That's what the year first time I've in... ever faulted Tiana any in anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ray. Hush, Margaret. <laughs> In what year was the inaugural Sydney to Hobart Yacht Race held? 1943, 
We've stumped them. Here's the number that I got oh, wrong. Sure it's, 40, it's around 70. 45, 45. Right? Yep, correct. Excellent. Well done, 1944. Forbes. I can't even speak. In what year did women first begin participating in the Sydney Hobart? Ooh. Now, someone actually did answer 1879. Yeah, and someone answered 1879. After the previous yeah. question, where there was no possible yeah. way the race existed. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. bet they answered sunfish. I think it was the same yeah. person. <laughs> they just got through the I'm gonna take a, stupid answers. Yeah? I'm going to take a wild guess and probably say 20 years too late. Yeah. It was 46, yeah. though. What? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well yep. done. Yeah. Indeed. Just the next year after. And what was the name of the first woman to compete? A lot of people said Candy Kellett. She's not that old. Guys, that's so mean. <laughs> Come on. What's, the, what's the first um, female for him to Hobart? Well, the cop is named Renee the Crawford. <laughs> Renee Crawford's about my age, so it's not her. Adrian Cahalan has competed in the most Rolex Sydney Hobart, so I like what you did here, T. It's Jane Tate, which the trophy is named Ooh. after, the Jane Tate Memorial Trophy, which... Is quite a nice little trophy. Here's my Irishman. You know, Irishman. It, if I can uh, just butt in really quick. Um, on that note, you guys were talking about the, the first woman to ever compete in Hobart. Mm. Um, a bit of a somber note, but the first female to ever compete in the Transpac just passed away. Oh. Uh, not related in any way to COVID-19, but uh, just a massive shout out to somebody who about personally personally impacted my sailing career. A massive inspiration, I think, to women sailors anywhere. And if, if you don't know her, you should look her up. But Jocelyn Nash, mm. uh, she was 91, 91 years old up in San Francisco. And uh, she competed in the first Transpac in 1955. And then also in the first single-handed trans pack as a female in 1982. Amazing. So, That's so uh, cool. just on that on that kind of note, just an incredible female sailor that really, really left her mark on the sailing world. So That's uh, really nice. we all miss you. Really an incredible lady that sailed up until the very end. So just a big shout out to her. I am. Um, I've heard about that, and I recognise her name because anyone in Australia knows the name Nash. I found it really interesting. <laughs> it was quite funny. The Nash is a big sailing name in Australia. All righty. And, and, and in California as well. Her, um, oh, really? Her whole family is, is legendary. There you go. Yeah, I sure. wonder if they're related. Quite interesting. All right. What is the fastest time the race has been completed? One day, eight hours, 15 minutes. One day, 10 hours, 24 minutes. One day, 11 hours, 24 minutes, or one day, 9 hours and 15 minutes. Bonus points if you name the boat. Ooh, I think it's D. I think it's the 11.24, isn't it? It's D. Correct. Yep. And it's Comanche after the protest with Wild Oats. I love the background to this one, T. Popeye. <laughs> Popeye. What was the slowest time the race was completed in by Wayfarer? So I love it how you're like, you got it all wrong, everybody. <laughs> I 
previous question. <laughs> 1945. And this is 20 days, 6 hours, 9 minutes. 16 days, 20 hours, 6 minutes. 9 days, 20 hours, 6 minutes. Or 11 days, 6 hours and 20 minutes. So this is from the first year. It's not 20 days. I'll give you that hint. But imagine 20 days. We'd be in hope we'd be going well, great. What, Mate, what was the, the winner? The winner was six days, right? One day, nine hours, fastest time. No, in 45. In 45, yep, six days. I'll give you a hint. It's D. <laughs> Eleven days. That's a good one. Yeah. Alrighty. This one's quite close to our heart. Ocean Crusaders. Ocean Crusaders. Follow Ocean Crusaders and Seabin Project and also the Big Plastic Pledge on Instagram. All three. I'm going to get them all to work together. That's my mission in life. Right. How many tons of rubbish did Ocean Crusaders pull out of our Australian waterways in 2019? It was in our interview and on our story. And in our highlights. Mm -hmm. We laid the clues out. You just have to pick them up. I'll give you a hint. It's think it was 80, 80 yeah. tons. Yep. Amazing. Now, if anybody watched our highlights reel, they'll get this one. What was the name of our Wi-Fi network? Keeping you covered. What year did the largest fleet participate? He got 50. this one run wrong. She had a typo. We got corrected and we corrected ourselves. The 50th, 50th Hobart race. Indeed. Yeah, the 50th. Which was 94. And how many boats were in it? Don't know. T? Uh, over 300. There was over 300 or something. Yeah. 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 Imagine yeah, over 300. And then you'll love the next question because there was a little typo on this one too, which is who won line honours? That was the typo in 2010, <laughs> and everyone answered Wild Oats 11, which was correct. But the question was meant to be who won on IRC. So the answer is Jeff Betcher's secret men's business. <laughs> Yay! So, team, who was the winner for this week? And they get a Pantaneous prize pack and go in the draw for our major prize at the end of the year. His name was, um, I need to find his actual hand handle, but it was okay. Adventure, Adventure Jacked, I think. Uh, let me see, I'm saying that correctly. Adventure Jacked? Something like that. Act Activated Jacked. Activated Jack. Message yep. us. He was Activated Jack. Yep. Yay! They got 12 yep. out of 12. I didn't get 12 out of 12 on my first go. No, me neither. <laughs> I had to do it on my other Instagram account to record it. <laughs> Hopeless. Anyways, that's our quiz. We'll have another one next week. Next week we have Tracy Edwards on the show. So we'll be talking about all things Maiden. That'll be fantastic. Very excited for that. And the quiz leading into the show will be on all things Maiden. Yay. So that'll be really fun. Now, I have a bloopers reel, which may or may not be more of a behind-the-scenes reel. You guys are hilarious behind the scenes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually have that much behind-the-scenes footage because I'm so on to tea about yeah. cutting it so we don't have to edit. 
Yeah. So, but I did find I've, some things. I'm just really, I'm just really happy that the worst blooper on the drone never was recorded. I didn't put any <laughs> drone bloopers in. Well, there <laughs> weren't there, there there weren't any aside from the first day. The first there was day. One very bad one. Before we even started the race. Oh, uh, in Cronulla. Yeah. I do have a video of you sitting on the ground, which I said to Dad. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, yeah. I think we've I was, lost I was him. about to board an airplane back to Fiji and just leave. I was, yeah. Oh, oh golly. All right. Well, let's watch some of the fun moments from behind the scenes. Even Steve's in it. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll come back and say goodbye to everybody. Sorry we're running late. If you've just joined us. We're running a little late. One, because Steve couldn't work out which way his iPad should, should go. And two, because our stream dropped out and Nev chatted a lot in our news section, which was fine. Hey, Ronnie, we love the Veneto Whisperer. <laughs> we asked yeah, him to leave. A little leave. bit. Oh, he can yeah, come I'm back. I'm empty. I'm, I'm getting dry. So. <laughs> I got, I've got, got one some, now. I got some here for you, mate. All right, bloopers. You can get a drink and come back. Here we go. <laughs> You're in the oh my god. What goes on to a stage on to it? Keep Kim just walked into the frame. <laughs> it was a fun oh, so funny. <laughs> yeah, I miss it. Hi Soul. Sorry, that's my dog. Sorry, I'll just you might, you might have you might have just missed that. We had just had KBL come into the frame. That's KBL yeah. is my wife, Kim. Hi, KBL. Kim I did say hi, Mrs. Steve. <laughs> no, you didn't get that. Just, KBL? Just, just be quiet. It's Kim Bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. The boys know that. Okay. <laughs> Put yourself back on, T. Hi, sorry. My dog oh, was just cool. barking at nothing. <laughs> I just thought I'd say thank you to all of you for helping to make Hobart so fantastic last year. And I just thought it would be really nice to have a reunion and share it with everyone too. So, yeah, yeah. so nice. <laughs> well done, Nick. And can I say well done for your Anzac Day coverage? I know it felt very oh. emotional for you, but it was fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, it's weird not going to an Anzac celebration. I'm not sure if any other Aussies felt the same way. I'm very thankful. Absolutely. And I think when we're all at home and we're missing sailing and everything that's going on on Anzac Day, it was very real for me in what I feel in that we're so lucky to be able to stay at home and not go sailing and have that option. <laughs> Some people never mm. had that option. They had to go yeah. to war. So... That's why I got very emotional on Anzac Day. So, thanks. You're allowed Steve, to do that. <laughs> yeah. And Ronnie is a, a war vet, so he knows all sides. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Anyway, that's a somber note. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, sorry, guys, that the stream cut out at the start, but that's okay. We picked up the news right where it left off. And feel free to share this stream. Everybody share it. And then we can keep doing shows. And next week, make sure you tune in because I'm, I'm really excited to have my mate Trace on the show. We've been trying to catch up for a little while. So that'll be really good. <laughs> Great. So we're, we're over and out? We're over and out.
I'm going to end the stream. Thanks so much, everybody. Hey, Ronnie. Thanks, You going Karen. surfing tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> you going surfing no, tomorrow? I, I, no, I, I surfed uh, yesterday and the day before that, but uh, I'm going to haul the boat out on Monday, actually. So I'm going to be out of the water for a bit and then uh, hopefully get back on it after that. But thanks for having me on board. And, great to see all you guys again that was just a, a really really great event and it was really great to to just see that again so thank yeah. you for that yeah nice to remember the good times oh yeah. what are you gonna do renee we'll get back out in the water soon yeah. can't wait uh we're actually getting the deck of our tp52 redone so hopefully oh. that means we're not gonna bump slide all over the place now um, so looking forward to that and i'm sort of umming and ahhing about whether hopefully Hobart is going to go forward this year because it might be my first race. Who knows? My first Hobart. Ooh. So, yeah. Cross, Keeping my fingers crossed. Well, at yeah, least, at least nice. if it does go ahead, we know that you'll be sailing and hopefully <laughs> Steve will want to work with us again. <laughs> and Ronnie's yeah, COVID free because Fiji's doing great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Fiji's great. I just uh, I, I hope I get the opportunity to meet you guys again. It'd be great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Alrighty, guys, let's hit the hay. Hope everybody has a fantastic right, Friday you. night, Friday morning, wherever you are. Thank you so much for your work for Hobart to help bring this to everybody, and thanks to everybody else who helped. Oh, Paul um, Pill sends his best regards. He wanted to join us, but he also wanted to get drunk. <laughs> yep. <laughs> We're doing both, you know. I'm heading up to the bar right now. See you. Awesome. Bye. See you later, guys. Enjoy. Thank you so Bye. much. Keeping you covered. Thanks, Nick. Welcome.